Hi guys and welcome back to Seriously Flawed. I'm your host Natasha. Thank you so much for joining me today. Um, on today's segment, I'm going to be doing a story time. If you've been following me, you probably have seen my updates where I said I'm going to share the story with you guys. And um, the reason why I'm doing this is because this story really impacted me and I like doing things like this. If I find something that is interesting, that is like worth sharing i am so keen to share it with you guys so i decided that i was going to do a reading on the story i will share the um, the link where i got the story um you can also get the small book on goodreads so it's amazon and um if you have access to edgy blogs you can also um get it from there i will share all the links so you can read it for yourself if my reading is not something that you want to listen to that's also okay so this book is called the other people it's just be other people or other people by neil gaiman and uh, the synopsis of the book is that it's a guy who's gone to hell and um he just has like an entire revelation of things that he had done and etc etc i don't really want to explain the book because then it takes away from um you know from how much it impacts you so i'm just gonna jump right in and do the reading other people by Niall diamond i'm not sure how to pronounce his name i'm sorry now Time is fluid here, said the demon. He knew it was a demon the moment he saw it. He knew it, just as he knew the place was hell. There was nothing else that either of them could have been. The room was long and the demon waited by a smoking brazier at the far end. Brazier is like a, like a thing that you use to dry things or heat up stuff. So, just so you know. A multitude of objects hung on the rock grey walls of the kind that it would not have been wise or reassuring to inspect too closely. The ceiling was low and the floor oddly insubstantial. Come close, said the demon, and he did. The demon was rack thin and naked. It was deeply scarred and it appeared to have been flayed at some time in the distant past. It had no ears, no sex. Its lips were thin and ascetic. Its eyes were demon eyes and they had seen too much, gone too far and under their gaze he felt less important than a fly. What happens now? he asked. Now, said the demon, in a voice that carried with it no sorrow, no relish, only a dreadful flattered resignation. You will be tortured. For how long? But the demon shook his head and made no reply. It walked slowly along the wall, eyeing first one of the devices that hung there, then another, and at the far end of the wall by the closed door was a cat or nine tails made of frayed wire. The demon took it down with one three-fingered hand and walked back carrying it reverently. It placed the wire tines onto the brazier and stared at them as they began to heat up. That's inhuman. Yes. The tips of the cat's tails were glowing a dead orange. As the demon raised his arm to deliver the first blow, it said, In time, you will remember even this moment with fondness. 
you're a liar. No, said the demon. The next part, it explained. The next part, that moment before it brought down the cat. The next part is worse. Then the tines of the cat landed on the man's back with a crack and a hiss, tearing through the expansive clothes, burning and rending and shredding as they struck and not for the last time in the place. He screamed. There were 211 implements on the walls of that room and in time he was to experience each of them. When finally the Lazarian's daughter, which he had grown to know intimately, had been cleaned and replaced on the wall in the 211th position. Then, through wrecked lips, he gasped. Now what? Now, said the demon, the true pain begins. And it did. Everything he had ever done that had been better left undone, every lie he had told, told to himself, told to others, every little hurt and all the great hurts, each one was pulled out of him, detail by detail, inch by inch, the demon stripped away the cover of forgetfulness, stripped everything down to truth and it hurt more than anything. Tell me what she thought as she walked out of the door, said the demon. I thought my heart was broken. No, said the demon, without hate. You didn't. It stared at him with expressionless eyes and he was forced to look away. I thought now she'll never know I've been sleeping with her sister. The demon took apart his life, moment by moment, instant to awful instant. It lasted a hundred years, perhaps or a thousand. They had all the time there ever was in that grave room, and towards the end he realized that the demon had been right. The physical torture had been kinder, and it ended. And once it had ended, it began again. There was a self-knowledge day he had not had the first time, which somehow made everything worse. Now, as he spoke, he hated himself. There were no lies, no evasions, no room for anything except the pain and the anger. He spoke. He no longer wept. And when he finished a thousand years later, he prayed. Now, now the demon would go to the wall and bring down the skinning knife or the chalk prayer or the screws. Again, said the demon. He began to scream. He screamed for a long time. Again, said the demon, when he was done as if nothing had been said. It was like peeling an onion. This time, through his life, he learned about consequences. He learned the results of things he had done, things he had been blind to as he did them, the ways he had hurt the world, the damage he had done to people he had never known or met or encountered. It was the hardest lesson yet. Again, said the demon, a thousand years later. Later. He crouched on the floor beside the brazier, rocking gently, his eyes closed, and he told the story of his life, re-experiencing it as he told it from birth till death.
changing nothing, leaving nothing out, facing everything. He opened his heart. When he was done, he sat there, eyes closed, waiting for the voice to say again. But nothing was said. He opened his eyes. Slowly he stood up. He was alone. At the far end of the room, there was a door. And as he watched, it opened. A man stepped through the door. There was terror in the man's face and arrogance and pride. The man who wore expensive clothes took several hesitant steps into the room and then stopped. When he saw the man, he understood. Time is fluid here, he told the new arrival. Wow. So guys, this is the book um, I was reading. I tried I tried to like not put a tone to the story because then that means I I am trying to put something um, or make you feel somehow. So I just tried to read it the best way I could honestly. I will share the video where the author himself does a reading and that one is quite interesting because he's the author and he knows exactly what he wanted to drive with this book and um i'll share where uh where you can also just read it which is also nice um yeah there's a lot of people who have a lot of things to say about this book and it's quite interesting and i hope you guys will enjoy this hope you guys have like some kind of introspection and i don't know how it's gonna make you feel i only know how it made me feel just made me think about things that I probably don't even remember but have done subconsciously and because I'm forgetful I'm a forgetful person I forget that I've once heard people and you just go about your life thinking wow that door banged so hard thinking that you don't have consequences but then there are consequences to everything they might not you might not see them but somebody else is getting hurt and somebody else is going through the pain of your decisions so it really just made me think that i have to be mindful of certain things that i say certain things that i do um setting lies certain lies that sometimes you just tell and we think oh no it's okay to tell a white lie but it could really be um hurting somebody and we just don't know about it so guys yeah thank you so much for listening i will catch you on the next podcast where I'm going to be continuing with the, um, with the series on food, which is quite interesting. I'm going to be talking about the banana peel and how I've been using that for my face, which is really interesting and really good. My skin has been feeling so great these days and I'm really grateful for all the organic food in the world because, um, wow, I'm breathing. Somebody say that I rail sometimes. I just go like a train. I just go, you know. I'm actually, I'm doing it again. Anyway, guys, thank you so much for tuning in. (laughs) I will catch you guys later.